Hi, this is Fiona Duraf, and you are listening to The Horror Returns. Greetings, victims. For those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers in the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. Alright, welcome back, one and all, to The Horror Returns. I'm Lance. With me, as always, my co-hosts, Brian and uh, Philip. How's it going, guys? Good. Tired. Tired. Yeah? Tired. What's, uh, well, before you before we go into that, I gotta, I just got to say one thing to Brian. Um, dude, you – I didn't know how closely you were going to pick these movies. There's so many similarities, just not only with the symbolism – but uh, it's just we'll get into it. But excellent pick, man. Excellent pick in many ways. Nice. Um, but this you're, be you're tired. To talk about. I'm curious. It's I don't know, man. Be, be an interesting night. Um, you've been working a lot, Brian. Yeah, I started a new job. Different hours. Same. Yeah, I probably shouldn't say she's a shitty boss, but fucking <laughs> same shitty boss. Right. Hopefully they're not watching. <laughs> ah, if they are, fuck them. <laughs> yeah, you're in like 40 days of day territory right now, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it it doesn't, doesn't bother me that much. It's just I, in my neighborhood, everybody is out doing shit. In their yards all day. Mm-hmm. While you're trying to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> you had one guy that mowed his yard, his whole yard, three times today, huh? Matter of <laughs> matter of fact, he he just he just finished. He, <laughs> Thank God. Maybe the yeah. fucker will pass out now. Again, I'm starting to think he's doing this on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Could be worse. Like when there's a hurricane here and you got people running their generator. <laughs> It gets really loud. Yeah. Or when you're at the Renaissance Festival. Rocklahoma. Anywhere you hear generators, they make a lot of noise. I heard they're coming out with new ones, Philip, that aren't as noisy. Is that true? Uh, I mean, they have some. They have, like, some inverter generators that are not too bad. They don't pump as much power. And they're expensive. Yeah, I'll bet. Yeah, got to pay for it, huh? Yeah. All right, guys. Cool of the week. I got a couple of them. I'll go. All right. Um, so I'm going to start out with uh, the one on Netflix, the, the robot one. Fucking what is it called? Love, Love um, Death and Robots. Okay. Love yeah. Death and Robots. Yeah. So the new season came out and I checked that one out. Uh, you know, some of them are better than others, but nothing's real long. So it's definitely a fun watch. There's a couple of them that I loved. Uh the little mini zombies one. I don't know if you guys have watched it at all. It's like five minutes long. Uh-uh. It's I so- haven't seen any yet. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Mini zombies, huh? Yeah, it's just like a really far away Sims type of view of a zombie apocalypse. Oh Earth. wow! It's about oh, five minutes long. It's it's funny. It's awesome. I I loved it. <laughs> that one had me dying. Uh, There's <laughs> one with a big robotic bear that's pretty kick-ass. It's some uh, military guys, and they like nailed some of the some of the back and forth between the guys. It was really funny. It, it was great. Oh, nice. So, so somebody from the in, the inside probably made that. Yeah. One, huh? So I d- definitely uh, definitely recommend that. And I also watched Everything Everywhere All at Once. Mm. And damn, that's a badass movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, I can't, I can't get into too much, but like the whole last scene or the whole third act, I guess, she has like a Google yeah. guy stuck to her forehead. Uh huh. <laughs> Which sounds like it should be ridiculous and silly, but they have some of the most emotional moments during that. And I. Somehow they did it and it worked and it was an amazing movie. So very impressed with that one. Check that okay. out. Anything else? Uh, I think that's about all I got this week. I, oh, I got real stuck off in the uh, Michael Peterson thing because they have like a Netflix thing and an HBO right. thing on that. And so I was watching that and I still don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> what's that? What's that all about? Uh, I guess he killed his wife or she fell down the stairs, one or the other, uh, back in like 2001. And so it's like a true okay. crime thing. And he had this big uh, – they sort of made it out to be like an OJ-like trial, but I only vaguely remember the name. And, I mean, it was 2001, so it seems like I should have known. Ah, okay. That yeah. doesn't ring a bell with, with me. Yeah. But – uh. Yeah, they, they, they found him guilty originally, and then 10 years later he gets out, and uh, they were going to retry him. And, well, I you know, I, I can't go too into detail because it's all in the movies. But uh, basically, we, we still don't know if he did it or not. <laughs> like, they didn't prove anything all definitively. Right. Yeah, that's how so, a lot of those documentaries go, right? Yeah. <laughs> But funny, you. he spent jail. He spent ten years in jail for a thing that it's hard to say that he for sure did it. You know, it's possible yeah. he might have killed her. Right? But did they or have enough evidence have. to prove that? I don't yeah. think so. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're uh, what innocent until proven guilty. They say. Yeah. That's Sometimes that works. Sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> Sometimes it does not. <laughs> and. uh Drinking some nice masculine, truly pool bullshit that's pretty terrible <laughs> for our, oh, in honor of our show today. Sounds horrible. All right. It's so, drunk. Hey, I'm going to jump the timeline. Uh, my cool of the week is a movie that I saw a month ago, but since uh, everything is everywhere all at once, it counts. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna second that one, man. That's how that's how fucking good it was. This might be one of the best movies I've seen in like three or four years. Um, probably my favorite movie since Mother. We were kind of talking about that earlier offhand. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's got everything. Um, 
I'm just shocked with how much really, really well-timed comedy there was in it. Oh, it was, yeah. Uh, I mean, I was expecting the Jackie Chan, you know, really well choreographed stuff because um, of a lot of the stuff she's done in the past, like in the 80s and 90s. But I wasn't she expecting was Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She yeah, was yeah, in yeah. a number of Kung Fu films before that, um, mm-hmm. before she kind of made it big. So, um, yeah, it was God, it was fucking breathtaking. You've seen it, Brian? Nope. Ooh. Oh, dude. You got to see <laughs> well, it. Things happen and then something Fantastic. else happens. And then um, when you come back through the time portal and you've seen it, Brian, let us know. Okay. And uh, it'll be everything, everywhere, all at once, all over again, once again. Time travel, this, alternate universes, great stuff. Yeah, <laughs> they tackle it all. Brian, Amityville. <laughs> I'm actually gonna hold off on Amityville because I think I'm a, I'm a check. Do your idea, Lance. Um, I'm gonna okay. do re- short little reviews for them and uh, post them. So. Oh, nice. Okay. Let me know. Time travel. But <laughs> Let I'm me gonna, know when you. I'm going to start from the beginning. Ah, so Amityville, literally. Yeah. The, the actual movie. The one that Nez gave a 10 on 10, and I think, Philip, you and I gave it a 3 or something. Yeah, Dude, I'm not I don't even remember watching it. It's not a that one either. I swear to God, four yeah, times. I don't remember. <laughs> not, Brian's, not Brian's favorite either, huh? <laughs> I, I didn't watch anything new this week. I'm doing a Stranger Things rewatch. Oh, so is my uh, granddaughter. They've been yeah. rewatching them all upstairs. I, I keep hearing Stranger Things music. Yeah. I'm hearing great things about the new season. Okay. When's it come so, out? Uh, Friday, Thursday, oh. Thursday night, Friday. Oh. Holy shit, this week? I, I believe so. I think Obi Wan oh, comes out okay. same night, too. Oh, shit. Ooh. Stranger Things. Man, I was just starting to get caught up on TV. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I'll go with Stranger Things. Uh, it's a good rewatch. You know, show's great. You know, cast is great. Kind of busy this week, so I didn't really get to anything. Yeah, sounds like that job is fucking hell, man. Yeah, it's uh, I get paid for what people make in an eight-hour shift for half the work, but I have to... Oh, well, fuck. I had to bust my ass, so. so. Yeah. Yeah, so, but like I said, new season, Stranger Things coming, Obi-Wan's coming, so probably most likely talk about those next week. Nice. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, you got any any headlines to bring? Yeah, first we're going to start with some sad news. Uh, Rest in peace, Fred Ward passed away. Oh, wow. Oh, no. I didn't even hear about that. Yeah. Well, I, I had. I thought we'd already talked about it. I guess it was. Might have mentioned it. it. Okay. Remo Williams himself, huh? Yep. Uh, that that is definitely coming to the action return soon. Love that I'll be, movie. I'll be listening. <laughs> uh, WandaVision director Matt Shakeman is uh, probably. I'm gonna butcher names tonight. Uh, is going to direct the first two episodes of Apple TV's Godzilla series. Hmm. So is that like in the universe? Yep, connected to oh. the movies. All right. Yeah, that'll be interesting. 
Uh, Fiona Duroff uh, officially confirmed to come back for Chucky season two. Okay. That's good. That's that. Yeah. We can all use more Fiona Duroff in our lives, right? She seems like a cool person. Yeah, seems pretty fucking crazy. It, my wife asked me, "Is she on crack or something?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> she, <laughs> she has uh, definitely a good personality. Sweet boy, right there. Yeah. I'm <laughs> um, not sure what this movie's about, but I had to throw it in here for you, Phil. Uh, James Wan is producing a new horror film for Paramount titled ah, Rabbit, go, Rabbit, Rabbit. <laughs> Sequel to Bodies, Bodies, Bodies already? <laughs> Except uh, it's like Jojo Rabbit. It's Bodies, oh no. Bodies, Bodies, but with Nazis. With Nazis. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, Lou Ferrigno is set to play a cannibal pig farmer in the upcoming horror, horror movie, The Hermit. Perfect. Yeah, don't make him angry. Uh, yeah. he's, he's still pretty ripped. Yeah. Yeah. I, that guy, man, he's been around a long time. I think he was he was doing bodybuilding stuff in the 70s. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. If not the 60s, right? It, he's uh, deaf, right? Or is he deaf in one ear or something like he's that? He's partially deaf. Uh, let's see. That is excuse. <laughs> <laughs> no, he would make a good bad guy. I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. Uh, Searchlight Pictures has acquired the horror film Night Bitch, starring <laughs> Amy Adams, for $25 million. Wow! Where do they come up with this stuff? Uh, let's see. And last thing we're going to talk about is uh, The Last Voyage of Demeter, I believe that's how you pronounce it. Right. Uh, is getting a release date of August 11th. 2023 and it's a movie based on the you guys seen Bram, Bram Stoker's Dracula mm-hmm. the the boat ride that took him from Transylvania to to what was it London um, or England yes yes the movie's know. gonna be based on that boat ride <laughs> okay a whole movie on like fucking two minutes out of the film yeah, well, I mean, it wasn't, wasn't, a two, wasn't a two-minute boat ride. Man. Hear me out, guys. Dracula. Fair enough. On a boat. <laughs> <laughs> it's already been done. It's called Hotel Transylvania 3. <laughs> like like in spring break? I'm not sure I get it. <laughs> <laughs> a cruise? <laughs> and oh, man. That's it. It's the news. Oh, man. That's all? Yeah. All right, Philip, you ready? Let's head on down. All right. We're going to take a little trip down to the trailer park. Uh, Brian is going to bring us the big, the small, and sometimes the very, very weird. Um, Brian, what is our first new trailer to talk about tonight? A new Shutter exclusive called The Passenger. (laughs) I'm on board. I'm on board. Get it? Get it? Get Uh, it? I'm on board. (laughs) The occupants of a van transporting a wounded uh, excursionist have to avoid sitting next to her during the trip. Okay. That's oh, not what no. I saw in the trailer. Oh, shit. It's horrible, man. Was this uh, Spanish or from Mexico? Yeah. Or? Very bad. <laughs> I don't know if Spanish. 
Um, they still have bullfighting in Mexico, don't they? Uh, I think so. I know they've got it still Spain, in Spain, Spain, certain areas. I don't know. <laughs> uh, the movie looks interesting. You know, I want, I want to know what's going on with the... I, w- I want to know where they're traveling through, because there seems to be a lot going on on this trip. Mm-hmm. To say it, to put it mildly. It uh, looks like some good practical effects. Looks like a couple stupid people in this movie getting out of the van, touching stuff you're not supposed to touch. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll get into some stupid people. Right. Trust okay. me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean... Yeah. It looks interesting. Like it, it looks kind of like a quirky, cool, uh, interesting. Uh, yeah, like except that it's a foreign language film. Mm-hmm. It looks pretty fucking awesome. Like if yeah, this was in English, that'd be sign me up for, for in a second. Right. But uh, yeah. I'll definitely watch it. It looks uh, it looks throwback to me. It looks like yeah. the movies that I grew up with, like in the in the eighties and stuff like that. Um, you know, I mean, it's not like really a retro look, but like the special effects and the way that they're they're acting and reacting in the van and stuff like that, to me, it seemed really throwback to those movies, those horror movies that we grew up with. And um, that little needle thing that stuck out, that was that was a trip. So I'm uh, I'm ready for it. All right. Shutter June 3rd. Uh, our next and final trailer is uh, George Miller's uh, 3,000 Years of Longing. This stars Idris Elba, Tilda Swinton. Synopsis goes, a lonely scholar on a trip to Istanbul discovers a djinn who offers her three wishes in exchange for his freedom. Dude, did they did they put all the really really good fucking awesome looking movies on the shelf to roll out this year or what? Because I don't know, man. It it looks to me like it's got everything everything I want in a movie. Uh, it's definitely got a, a two talented main actors. I don't know who else is in yeah. it acting around them, but uh, doesn't really. Matter. I don't know. I saw a lot of visuals. <laughs> I, my only worry is that I think the trailer might have given too much away. I feel like I know what's going to happen, and that's not. That's not good work for a trailer to yeah. give too much away like that. So that's my only my only concern. But I'll be there. True. I'll be there. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm definitely excited about this one. It looks super cool. It's Very uh, I mean, it, I mean, it's Tilda Swinton. Yeah. It just have uh, a George Miller. You know, people don't know him. He did the Mad Max movies. So ah, there he is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It it had a fairy tale feel to it. Didn't you think, Brian? Yeah. Lots and of vibrant it, colors. Yeah, the colors look, look fantastic. You know, George George Miller is definitely a talented director. I mean, the man did Mad Max and then went and did what? Babe, Pig in the City. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. <laughs> Lest we forget. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, looks good, man. It, mm-hmm. Aladdin with Tilda Swinton. Yeah, right. 3,000 years give you such a crick in the neck. (laughs) This one will be in theaters August 31st. All right. That's it. And so will I. Yeah. Spoiler spoiler alert. (laughs) All right. I suppose we'll head on over to listener feedback. Uh, This week, the podcast spotlight shines on 
Wonderful and Strange, a little fan-made horror podcast. Joined by her skeptical friend Cecilia, uh, Celia, sorry, uh, we discuss some of the wonderful and downright strange films in the horror genre. Check it out. Hmm. That sounds pretty cool. Wonderful <laughs> and Strange. Yeah, probably uh, uh, like cult films and stuff like that, I would imagine. Yeah. The very, In other words, the very, very weird, right? Yeah. The <laughs> Wonderful and Strange. Right? <laughs> uh, regarding Jenna Ortega, uh, Ad, Aji uh, Terrace says, looking good, girl. I, I know I know Brian would agree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, regarding E-Society podcast, Stephen Loblad posted a picture of him rocking the shirt on our group page. So, All right. Way to go, Nez, with your E-Society shirts. Yeah. Nez, Nez, Nez was podcasting when we were all burping milk. <laughs> the Godfather. Uh, regarding our Cage Rage week, Zim Vader said, great episode. Well, thank you, man. Nice. <clears throat> Uh, regarding horror for dummies, uh, Zim Vader shows up again. He says, uh, "Congrats to these chumps for 200 episodes, bloody legends!" Congratulations! <laughs> Congrats! Yeah, 200. Uh, regarding Ex Machina, Zim Vader said, "I liked it. Of course, yeah. Ex Machina is f- fantastic, man." Yeah, good movie. Uh, I did. I did watch Alex Garland's uh, first two movies. What was that? Uh, Ex Machina and uh, Annihilation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you you didn't go back to see Twenty Eight Days Later or Sun. What was it? Sun Sunshine or I I almost because he he's written a lot of great movies. Mm -hmm. So, but no, I I, I didn't have time. I I kind of really didn't really watch these. Just kind of had them on in the background. Yeah, you, you just wanted to watch uh, Oscar Isaac da- do his dance moves, didn't you? I have to. Okay. <laughs> Poe Dameron. Is an awesome right. Poe Dameron and Moon Knight. <laughs> that is... Uh, yeah, you should do that dance in the Moon Knight costume. <laughs> that is by, by far my favorite movie from him. Uh, oh, real quick. Did you guys um, check out the new Thor trailer that dropped? Yes. Oh, yeah. Last night? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm, oh, no. Uh-uh. The brand new one. Yeah. You uh, we got to look at uh, Christian Bale. He's playing the villain. Oh, then oh. no. I didn't see the new one. Yeah. Uh, I'm 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 there. I'm I'm there opening night. <laughs> Russell Crowe's playing Zeus. I'm still ah. I'm still That's interesting. I'm still struggling to remember the what fucking impression you do of him, Phil. What does he say? He says, "Oh, you're fine," or some. What the fuck does, <laughs> did he Who? say, dude? When that fucking light fell down. Who? Um, yeah, I can't. Uh, Christian Bale. Remember? Oh, oh, good for you. That was it. <laughs> oh, good for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He got. Yeah, all that. Stuff. That looks pretty good. And then. Um, what was it? A teaser for uh, the next uh, Mission Impossible movie drop. I haven't seen the, that. Either. That looks that that looks like it's going to be a lot of fun too. That last one was pretty kick-ass. Yeah. Uh, essentially, everybody's back for this one, and they added um, what's her name? Uh, Peggy Carter, Haley Atwell from uh, ah, the Marvel oh, movies. Really? She's okay. in she's in the movie. So. Cool. 
Oh, it's go to the. Go yeah. I was gonna say go to the action returns. Post the trailers on there, so definitely. Oh, awesome. There you go. Um, speaking of Russell Crowe, I did have one more cool of the week, sort of. What was that movie he did where he was? It was like a road rage thing. Uh, unhinged. Unhinged. I watched that. It's not, <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> it's actually not bad, but you want to talk about some stupid people. Like yes. every second of that movie, I was like screaming at them. What are you doing? <laughs> that, that is not the movie to make in this situation. <laughs> and he but aside is, from that, tension was good. It wasn't bad. He is definitely at his biggest in that uh, movie. Uh, <laughs> big, big Russell Crowe, huh? Yeah. He can play the penguin now. Yeah. yeah. Getting chased by the bearded Kool-Aid man. <laughs> All right. Uh, also, regarding last week's show, Zim Vader says, Fantastic. Great review of both films and great points made by all of you. I could listen to Lance talk Stephen King all day. Ah, look at that. Nice. Hey. Yeah. Uh, regarding Annihilation, um, Ari Wellman says, uh, So the movie is quite beautiful, but I just couldn't handle the ending. It did get kind of away from him a little bit there at the end. Did it? Did it kind of slip free at the mm-hmm. at the last minute? Yeah, but I kind of I kind of enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It just took a hard shift in a strange direction, you know. Yeah, I I liked it. What did you think, Brian? Uh, I didn't mind the ending. I just it bums me out that most likely we were not going to get a sequel. Yeah. Yeah, and there's there's three books, and yeah. um, they they get progressively because I I read them after I saw the movie, and the books just get progressively more like um, surreal. Like if you think this one was was had a lot of weird shit going on, the way the way the writing style goes, it gets even more like sideways. So okay. somebody, a good director, could do a lot with that. Maybe well, uh, uh, the guy that did Mandy, what's his name? Oh yeah, Cosmatos. Uh, Cosmatos. <laughs> Maybe he's gonna mm-hmm. need to prove it again. <laughs> that yeah. could have been a one-off. <laughs> could have been a one-off. What? <laughs> But uh, no, and it wasn't that the ending was bad. It just got like it was super CGI heavy and got kind of weird. Yeah. Right. You know, it sort of took a left turn and didn't go where you think it was where you thought it was going to go, which is not always a bad thing. I still enjoyed it, but I can see where people didn't really like it. I I see what you're saying, especially the I don't even know what it was. The thing that was uh, imitating her moves. Yeah. That oh, CGI yes. didn't look uh-huh. the best compared yeah, okay. to the rest of the movie that, that looked right. beautiful. So, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Brian just added a poll. Stranger Things 4 Volume 1 drops net on Netflix May 27th and Volume 2 drops on July 1st. Are right. you still interested? Uh, the clear majority so far is yes. Yeah, I don't think anybody said no. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, the great thing about Stranger Things, uh, it sucks, but it's also kind of great, is that it, they don't just saturate the market, mm-hmm. right? You know, it pops up every few years, and you're like, oh yeah, Stranger Things was great. I'll watch that. Yeah, I, I had posted the poll just because um, of that long delay because of the pandemic. Yeah, I was just kind of wondering to see if people kind of maybe lost interest because of the, the the long wait or yeah that doesn't seem like it yeah no i'm excited about it yep definitely give it a chance 
Uh, Mike J. Marin posted a picture of his copy of the Amityville Vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone seen this soon-to-be classic yet? Brian? Uh? I've seen it on eBay for sale. <laughs> yeah? I don't... I, I, I don't know. You're going to have to I mean, you kind of have to. You're going to review I, them all. There's, there's no way around it. Yeah, I can't... Right? I can't find it anywhere. And there's huh. no better way to get to completion than the yeah. vibrator. I mean, I, I just, I just <laughs> might have to tell myself I, I pulled the trigger on buying stupid shit, so <laughs> might as well. Uh, Beat your mind says, uh, uh, send a copy of this to Brian Stat. <laughs> Marcy says it's Bead's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Man, is this not on YouTube anywhere or anything like that? <laughs> the Amityville Vibrator? I'm looking for it. Yeah, I can't. Be on YouTube? Probably it is hard to find. <laughs> yeah, I've tried to, uh, you know, I tried to see if it, if it if it's out there. Right, right. I can't, cannot find it anywhere. That's, yeah, that that's that's not good, man. <laughs> I'm not going to pirate that movie. You take that trash and go somewhere else. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Steve Carlton posted a hilarious meme of the difference between Jason and Freddy. Uh, check it out on the Facebook group page. Uh, oh, do you have the the new the newest notes? Because there was more feedback on that vibrator. Oh, was there? Yeah. yeah. We got vibrator feedback. Yeah, I'm on the newest one. Um, I got no more vibrator feedback. Ah, uh, okay. Did, oh, did you? Oh, you already talked about Bead and Marcy. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess I was um, trying to look up purchasing the vibrator. <laughs> so, okay. All right. <clears throat> vibrator feedback only happens when you put it up to the microphone. The movie, right. right, Lance? You uh, yes. Purchasing the Correct. movie, okay. <laughs> yes. Just wanted to make sure everybody understands. <laughs> we call it the vibrator and not your vibrator. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, Gabriel Theis says, uh, big fan of the podcast. I'm the writer director of The Curse of Professor Zardonicus, a found footage thriller that Dread Central calls a cult classic and waiting. Uh, I thought that sounded right up your alley. So I was wondering if you guys like to chat about the film on the program. I'd be happy to send a free screener. Always. Yeah. Be happy to yeah. check it out. Absolutely. As a, as a matter of fact, uh, if you guys log into Gmail, you will find it right now. Oh, fantastic. Nice. So uh, check it out, and we'll we'll throw the invite out there. A um, couple of weeks, guys, maybe? Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. We'll, I'll work out the details with them if that, that's good with you guys and decide if uh, we want to do a, a guest spot or an interview, and we'll make it happen. Yeah, Professor Zardonicus. Great name. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh -oh. oh no, Jesus! Uh, Brian has another new poll on the Facebook group page. He says, uh, "Happy Friday the 13th. Uh, what's the best film in the Friday the 13th franchise?" Surprisingly, maybe the results are all over the place, but be sure yes. to chime in. So go to the uh, Facebook group for that. I honestly don't even know what my favorite is. <laughs> Kind of hard I, well, to there's like your children, right? Twenty-eight of them. What are you gonna? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's like um, I, I watch a different one every 
Friday the Thirteenth when it happens. So um, this one, I think, uh, I, I did uh, part eight. I think part eight or part seven. The one that basically has a character that's that's like Carrie. She has like telekinesis powers. Oh, okay. But I, I guess it just depends on what you want to watch. You want to watch the OG one that doesn't have Jason. Uh, you want to listen, watch the 3D, uh, Friday the 13th 3D to hear that awesome uh, soundtrack in there. Or if you just want to see some fun kills and watch the uh, Jason X. That, that, that's, that's what I was going to say. That's Jason in space, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's killing those campers the way he grabs the girl in the sleeping bag and is hitting the other one with it. <laughs> it's pretty great. That's one of my favorites. Anyway, uh, that's it for uh, feedback this week. Uh, our intro comes from Steve Carlton of Geeks. The Geeks. With the, Z. the Geeks. Um, our artwork comes from Natsulani. Uh, if you'd like to help out the show, please consider becoming a Patreon patron. Uh, we'll let you pick the movies for a future show at any amount, and for $5 or more a month, also pick a commentary for a future bonus show. Um, and if you have a chance, please give us a five-star Apple Podcast review. Uh, and we have a brand new patron. It's Zim All Vader. Right. Yeah. Nice. Thanks, Zim. <laughs> Uh, so not only is he our biggest contributor on the Facebook page. Oh, wait a uh, minute. Hold on. Say the name definitely. again. I was, I was cheering. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Zim? Not, Zim, yeah. Zim Vader. Uh, so not only is he our biggest contributor on the Facebook page, but uh, he's also a paying member. Thanks, Zim. Yeah, thanks, uh, man. Yeah. Be sure, to, be sure to pick out the movies you want to cover. Um, you can come on the show and hang out. Uh, and don't forget, we have a contest going on. Just email us at horrorreturns at gmail.com, uh, your name and address and how you first heard about the show, and you'll be in the running for a steelbook of Cabin in the Woods. That's a pretty damn good prize. No doubt. Uh, we do have two brand new entries. Uh, says, hey guys, I'm sending you this message to let you know I'm officially entering myself into the Royal Rumble competition for Cabin of the Woods steelbook. <laughs> I know I didn't need to do this, but damn it, I'm going to because Lance asked for it. <laughs> two times two equals four. That's my favorite maths equation. <laughs> what the fuck is he talking about? Lance asked for the, for the math equation? I guess so. <laughs> damn, you, you got to explain yourself, man. We, we have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, you're, sure. you're, you're always asking for math equations. Ah, okay, yeah. <laughs> Must be my, OC, my OCD is kicking in again. <laughs> Uh, my name is Tim. I'm from Australia, and I love you guys. Uh, hey, guys. So I think I heard about you guys from – oh, fuck me. Hey, guys. So I think I heard about you from uh, where I heard most of, of my podcast. I had to – sorry. Okay. <laughs> from the Good one deal. and only Kevin Nez. Uh, All right. When he used to guest on Horror Copia with Jesse Allen. Oh, man. I remember those old days. That's the first yeah. time I ever heard Nez talk, talk uh, movies. And here's the address for the identity theft. Thanks, Stephen Loblad. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. At least awesome. you're not reading it over the over the air. Yeah, well, that's only because it's not in front of me. <laughs> I, I, I do kind of go Ron Burgundy and just read whatever's on there. Right. <laughs> uh, and now to our featured attractions. Um, this week we're <laughs> it's vacations gone wrong. 
Ah, that makes sense. With Eden Lake and the brand new Men. Yeah, I had a lot of trouble telling people I was watching Men at the movie theater. <laughs> oh, yeah, kind of hard to explain, right? <laughs> yeah, because uh, my daughter, she, 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 I usually take her to the movies, but oh, I, yeah. I kind of figured that, that <laughs> I kind of figured this one wasn't going to be appropriate. And she was like, what are you watching? I was like, I'm going to watch Men. And then she just kind of looked at me like, what do you mean? I was like, it's a movie. It's a movie called Men. Not going to the theater to look at men. She said, Dad, I'm proud of you. (laughs) You're brave and stunning. (laughs) Men on film. You guys remember that? Yeah. (laughs) I don't think they could get away with that that skit anymore. (laughs) Oh, no, 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 no. Oh man, the Wayans brothers—they uh, did it best. Lots oh, of shit on oh, it. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember that. <laughs> the little hat. <laughs> yeah, that's very great. Oh man. All right. Uh, they did it. <laughs> uh, we'll start out with Eden Lake uh, from 2008. Uh, refusing to let anything spoil their romantic weekend break, a young couple. Uh, confront a gang of ludish youths. Youths. <laughs> youths. What is a youth? Uh, with terrifyingly brutal consequences. Uh, director and writer James Watkins, also known for Mick Mafia, and uh, the Woman in Black. <laughs> what is Mick? Yeah. I remember the Woman in Black. <laughs> Mick Mafia. <laughs> Sounds like a really awesome breakfast sandwich. Yeah, sounds like I need to watch this one. Big Mafia. It's a, a breakfast sandwich you can't refuse. Oh, okay. It's made with some horse. Don't ask questions. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, when Jenny stares into the mirror before attacking and killing Cooper, uh, you can just make out um, etched into the mirror of the old park information board the most dangerous animal in the forest. Okay. Hmm. I don't really know what that means, but okay. I'm not sure. I think I might have seen that. Or maybe <laughs> I imagined it. Uh, all right. So, uh, Lance, what did you think about Eden not much, Lake? Not much, trivia. not much trivia on that one, huh? <laughs> no, not much trivia on that one. I'd never heard of this movie. I I, I had heard of it. Um, I'd never seen it. Um and I was so, like, holy shit, it's that guy and that chick. Yeah. Well, I uh, that's Beth Dutton, man, from Yellowstone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, <laughs> so I immediately recognized that. Um, I'm kind of wondering after this performance if that, that didn't kind of, you know, lead into her getting that role. Because oh, God sure. knows Beth Beth goes through a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I uh, I don't know. To start out with this movie, I thought it was, uh, I mean, it looked, it looked pretty low budget. I mean, it obviously had Magneto and Beth Dutton in it, you know, who high dollar actors now. But so this was 2008, Brian, or 2004? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> this is not before yeah. Magneto got big, is it? Uh, uh, he does look very young in this movie. Let me see what he did around this time. Yeah, kind of curious, um, like what time frame this was at. Because it took me a second to recognize him. I thought it was just a guy that looked like him. Yeah, well, you know, when people use their their actual accents, too, sometimes it throws you off because you're used to everybody doing American roles. Yeah. 
Um, all these English actors coming and taking our jobs. <laughs> uh, hey, take your jibs. <laughs> I think this was his first uh, starring movie or second. Oh wow! Really? Okay, okay. So this is. So he did a movie called he did a movie called Hunger, which I've never seen. That's familiar. Not the not the Hunger. No. Hmm. And then he did. 300 actually was his first movie. He he had a he was one of the the Spartans. Oh, I didn't even know that. That the, the year know, before. Shit. Yeah. Interesting. Huh, he so had a Zach, weird Zack Snyder Zack Snyder discovered him, huh? And then he jumped ship to the Marvel or the Sonyverse. <laughs> yeah, his first big movie that he was in, like big big movie was um the year after this when he did Inglorious Bastards. Oh yeah, wow. okay. Great actor Quite though. A- he's he's gonna he's one of those guys that's gonna be around for a long, long, long time. Mm-hmm. Quite an interesting career. Um, I mean, other but other than their presence in the movie, I thought that um, what looked this movie to me looked um, pretty low budget, but it certainly looked realistic. Philip is freaking me out right now. Are you seeing that too, Brian? What? What? Your, uh, your face is like melting on my screen, or is that just me? Uh, it's just you. <laughs> Did you drop? Oh no! Must be must be my connection here. Uh oh! It's kicking some, in, man. Something's some kicking in. Wow, dude, Boy, that is freaking, freaking out. me out, man. man. <laughs> that is that is crazy. Um, all right, yeah, no, I the I don't want to say too much right off the jump. Let somebody else go and give some details, but um. The realism of this movie um, was on a level where people would get stabbed and I could like feel it. Yeah, <laughs> you'd be walking on broken glass and you could feel it. Um, you'd have somebody come up and grab you and put you in a headlock or something, and it's like you were right there. Um, so it's great, incredibly great, great sound design too, because even if you didn't actually see someone get stabbed, you heard it. Yeah, and it sounded pretty realistic. Even the off-screen stuff, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, what did What did you guys think about it, uh, Brian? I'll go. Oh, I'll go. Um, All right. Oh, I loved it. Um, uh, first time I watched it was um, Thirty One Days last year. I always heard about it, but never got to it. And yeah, this is a so fucked up movie. Very depressing. Oh, depressing mm-hmm. ending. Uh, I thought everybody uh, did great in it. Uh, I agree with you, Lance. It's um, definitely low budget, but I think it kind of just adds to the the gritty griminess of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, When we actually did get to see some kills, um, I thought the the effects were pretty good. And man, these fucking kids were so fucking shitty. Yeah. I've never hated anybody more in a movie. Like this... This kid was like Joffrey times two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I, I actually seen a review. Uh, someone was reviewing this on YouTube and they, they actually kept referring to him as Joffrey. Yeah. There he goes. Are you I, serious? That's yeah. how he acted the whole fucking movie, man. Yeah. I, I, right. I could not have hated this person more. Yeah. <laughs> little, little bastard, huh? Yeah. yeah. And even when you get to the, when you meet the parents, the parents, the, 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 this whole, I don't know, what was it, a village, town? Everybody was kind of shitty. Yeah. Right. 
because you got that scene when um they're at they're at UK rednecks. They're at the, the <laughs> di- they're at that diner or restaurant or whatever, and he, uh-huh. he's Michael Fassbender is kind of asking about are there any kind of unruly bad kids around here, and she just immediately the waitress is like not mine, and yeah. just kind of walks off and. Yeah, I, I just this movie is fucked up, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but I don't think I would have waited long to start fucking some kids up in this movie. Yes. Yeah, stupid people. Can you, <laughs> can you give us a stupid some some kind of stupid people alert, Philip? That's not going to get us in trouble with. Uh, I think I have universe. one because well, I got to give the biggest one to. Michael Fassbender, because he was a complete fucking idiot in this movie. Yeah. Everything he did was fucking Both of wrong. them were fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> that was... Uh, I had the same problem with this one, although not to even close to the same degree as I had with the uh, goddamn Russell Crowe road wage one. Ah, uh, Unhinged. <laughs> yeah, Unhinged. Right. I keep forgetting the name of that movie, but you know, mm-hmm. I'll forget that I even watched it a month from now. But, uh... Uh, this was a way better movie and it kept me way more involved, but there was a lot of moments where I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Like when he, when he went into their house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was f- a big one. What the fuck what are you doing? Are, yeah. This is for you, Michael Fassbender. Stop it. You're so stupid. <laughs> there it <Fantastic>. is. <laughs> I mean, it's just, just like, you man every time we do a stupid people alert. every it's like every decision he made was wrong yeah even when when you think he's getting away yes and he he finds the car of course he sets the car alarm off it just, yeah. it just <laughs> it's bound to happen huh well in the whole situation in the beginning i thought like when they were like laying on the beach okay first things first the goddamn dog comes up to him And I'm like, why are you being a bitch? Just pet the dog. (laughs) Like ease some tensions, whatever. No, nothing. She's she's going to act like a snooty bitch the whole fucking time. (laughs) And she's so scared of their goddamn dog. And then they don't get up and leave because they don't want to give them the uh, satisfaction of the satisfaction. There's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. They don't want to give him the satisfaction, I guess. Right. That's where, that's where he's going to hold his ground. I don't want to leave. Yeah. Yeah. It it just got to the point where you just like, it's not worth it. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's you either leave or some shit's going to go down. Right. I mean, that's sort of how that is going to be, especially Mm -hmm. when the kid walks by and pulls his dick out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to be man enough to be like, okay, well, uh, maybe I should just stay here because I don't want to give them the satisfaction. Then at that <laughs> point, he has crossed the line and it is time to get the fuck up, man. <laughs> you don't let that slide. That's not okay. <laughs> I know there's a bunch of kids there and they may beat your ass, but God damn it. I'm right. taking a motherfucker's balls off if that's happening. <laughs> You may kick my ass, but I'm taking your nuts with me. <laughs> you guys can and, go or, or not. And, and that that kid that played uh, what was his name? Brett, the the main the main bad one. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was great in this. He just was oh, yeah. unhinged. He really was. I hated him, but well, yeah. Look I mean, at his he was too. And yeah. was it is it just me or did his like 
I don't know if that was his girlfriend or not. Did she look like Arya? Yes, I kept thinking, oh, oh that's uh, Arya from Game of Thrones, but this was way too many years before, I think, for it to it's be like that. Arya on meth. And then, <laughs> Arya, Arya on meth. <laughs> so many fucked up scenes in here. Uh, yeah. They, they, the, the one kid that's randomly by himself in the forest. Right. They Which get why? him. They get him to help uh, catch the one girl, and then when she gets away. They use him as bait to get her back by threatening to light him on fire, and then they fucking light him on fire. That was fucked up. <laughs> hey, if you're gonna say if you if you're gonna say I'm gonna light somebody on fire, you better be ready ready to do it. This yeah, movie I, I, fucked up. And I like the contrast between the characters because you could tell that not all of them was on board. They were. It was just more. Yes, they were there. Yes. They were being intimidated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which one like of Joffrey. them? Yeah, which one of them doesn't really go along with uh, what uh, what I say his name was Brett, right? And he gets beat to death. The one, yeah, kid. right. I mean, mate, you tried to kill that guy and set him on fire. You gone too far. <laughs> he was. British, that was a little more Australian, Australian than British, but yeah. <laughs> There's just they a, just come out. I don't know what there's a lot of brutal scenes when they're um, yes. taking turns uh, cutting Michael Fassbender. Oh fuck, man! I felt and terrible brutal. for him. And Brett's he was brutal. just look. Yeah, Brett's not really happy with how how deep people yeah. are cutting them. They they you, know, you do it do it for real. You know, do it better than that. Yeah, and he's uh, he's making them do the cutting while he yeah. watches. Yeah. Right? He's kind of like he does anything to him. He's kind of like Alex from Clockwork Orange, but an unlikable Alex. Yeah. Because Alex, even though he's a fucking asshole and a dickhead, you you something about him, you know, you you have to like Malcolm McDowell. Yeah. Not so much with this little shithead. No, I kept wondering why his little cronies, like one of them, didn't just go, you know what, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> Somebody stand up, right? See, and that's what I'm saying. With the kid that pulled his dick out, you take him right. down. Nobody else is fighting you. That's the end of the fucking story. Right? You cut the head off the snake. Yeah, it, it seemed to me like the only two that were really even into it was um, the kid, uh, Brett or whatever, and, and the girl. Um, Dude, and then she even, didn't even do anything either. She was uh, just doing well, it, being a bitch. The, the, one, the one black kid, he seemed to be. Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah. He was pretty hardcore, I guess. Because uh, he was the first one to pull out a knife. Yeah. Ah, well, then okay. there's the other fastbender thing, right? They pulled the yeah. knife on him, right? Wriggled it away from him, stabbed the dog. The dog's dying, and he drops the knife and is like, "Oh my god, guys, I'm so sorry." Oh no, <laughs> never. They fucking pulled the knife on you. What did you yeah. think was gonna happen? <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. yeah, good point. Here's my weapon. I'm sorry, guys. Can we call it good? Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, Brian, I think that Sounder's going to come out more and more, buddy. <laughs> and who goes camping with zero blades or weapons of any kind? Michael Fassbender. I guess so. Uh, Fucking guy, man. <laughs> and then when he told her to like go get help, and she's like, oh, I think I'm going to go hide behind this tree and sleep in the fucking woods. Yeah, all night. <laughs> Bitch, right? if you had gone to get help, the movie would have been over. 
<laughs> well, therein lies the problem. There were seven or eight times that if she had done this or that, the movie would have been over. Like, why <laughs> yeah. the fuck does she get into the car when that that one kid that she uh, that picks her up that she thinks is innocent and come to find out he's tied to it also? Yeah. Why does she get in the car and not go and fucking move forward and smash those two fucking kids? They've already killed her husband by then, right? Yeah. Yeah, because she had no problem running so, over uh, Arya. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I think that was semi-accident, too. <laughs> no, she... Know? If you ever get she a chance to rewatch it, she she had a evil smile on it. I, I, I can't say evil because right. of what has been done to them, but she, she had a look on her face. I think it was totally intentional. Oh, 100%. I loved that scene. I was like, all right. Fucking the took one. I thought that's when the movie was going to start turning around. Yeah. It did suck for the one kid that actually tried to yeah. help. Oh, that's what he gets. Oh, the one that got set on fire? No, the <laughs> one that uh, the one that got stabbed in the throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt bad for he, him. He was coming back to help her. Yeah, and he was the one that didn't want to do it in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, I he was like, I "Hey, I thought we were hanging out doing some thugging shit, and you're talking right? about like <laughs> stabbing people in the fucking mouth." That's how about no? <laughs> I, did, I didn't feel too sorry for in, for anybody in the movie, except the except our two main our two main uh, characters. Yeah. Uh, at, at a certain point, I stopped feeling bad for and Michael Fassbender because really? I'm just it, like, how many hmm. stupid choices are you gonna make? Was it was it at the point where she uh, had cuts all over her that could easily get infected, and she took a nosedive into a bucket full of toxic waste? Oh yeah, <laughs> is that the point? <coughs> Maybe was that's the uh, best place to hide. <laughs> was it the point when she wrecked the car and because uh, she freaked out and panicked and ended up at that house with the adults? What what part exactly, Brian? Did she lose uh, you? Uh, I don't know. Well, that that was just. Bad timing, I guess, or couldn't the help. Ult- Just or, happened to end up at the house where all the parents are having a party. Well, that was another one. Yeah, like she gets back in the car and then just stops at the first random fucking party she sees and says, oh, well, I'll just come in and say hi to these people. Pretty, pretty silly. Pretty even, silly. Go to the fucking hospital or something. <laughs> yeah, even when she's in the house and she realizes... That's the main kid's parents' house? Yeah. yeah. Why do you go lock yourself in the bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> of all places, huh? At that point, she almost kind of had it coming. I felt. I mean, I felt bad oh, for her. Well. But it's like, Jesus, man. How, like, how many dumb moves are we going to make here? All the way up until the end when you've got nothing left to lose. Yeah. And, and you're still making really stupid decisions. And what happens? It gets you killed. Yeah, man. Yeah, what a downer ending. I, you know, we're we're talking about how 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 stupid a lot of the the, act, the actions were in the movie and how silly parts were, but at the end of the day, that that was a pretty impactful ending. I mean, yeah. anyway. Oh yeah. That's why I didn't want to talk about it until you guys spoke a little bit. That's well, uh, it, that's not what I was expecting. I yeah. thought it was gonna be a straight up revenge. And as much as I'm bitching about like stupid people moments because they had a lot of them, but it it kept me invested enough to pay attention to that. I think overall it was a really good movie. Mm-hmm. So I, it, it impressed me. I'd never heard of it, never seen it, and uh, I like it, man. I'd totally watch that one again. 
Yeah, that that final scene when she she gets to the party and before she kind of realizes who there are, I, I I had this real claustrophobic feeling with all yeah. the grown ups around. I'm like, something's going to happen here. It, that was before they gave us any tales of who they really were or their relationship. But something's going to happen. I got a little nervous at the early part where um, Fastbender, like a, another fucking idiotic move, goes into those people's house. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't understand that. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why? Why are you doing that? <laughs> I'm gonna walk in these people's house that I don't know, and then the only way I can get out is to climb out the window. Or even when the guy shows up, at least I, I mean, he probably shouldn't have walked in the house to begin with. But when the guy shows up, at least, hey, how's it going? Mm-hmm. I don't mean any harm, but your kids are assholes. Well, at, at that point, he's already walking through their upstairs bedrooms. And <laughs> yeah. A little, Where he little shouldn't have fucking committed. been in the first place. Yeah. Right. But going back to that, that last scene when she's at the parents' house, they did a great job because earlier when you do see adults, everybody's shitty. Yeah. Right? But at this party, you don't think that because everybody's willing to help her out. And then when you get that scene where she glances up and she sees like the school pictures of him, of the, yes. the main kid, I was like, oh, that's that's yeah. real fucked up for you right now. Yeah. The light bulb moment, huh? Well, and the biggest bummer in this movie is that that kid didn't get fucking murdered. Yeah, no shit. No. That bothers me. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I I wanted more. Of, I, I'll, I'll admit it. I wanted a straight up revenge movie badly. By yeah. the time this thing's in its last ten minutes, and I, yeah. I really felt cheated at the end, um, and I guess that's part of the impact of the film. Quite frankly, um, again, I got to say the re- the realism of it, the violence, the attacks, everything I I felt it was it was incredibly well filmed. I thought it looked very realistic, almost looked like a snuff film uh, at yeah. times. I'm, I'm kind of embarrassed to say it uh, kind of turned my stomach at, at points. And when you you know think about these kids and yeah, like Philip said, the whole thing could have been defused early on, but I guess then we wouldn't have had a movie. Yeah. Well, the whole thing could have been diffused about fifteen times early on. Is the problem? <laughs> you missed one opportunity. I get it, but come on. <laughs> Can't keep tripping over the key to the door. <laughs> yeah, over and over again, huh? Uh, all right. Scores, Lance, what do you think? Um, I'll, I, I will give it a seven. I mean, it's a it's yeah. a good, solid watch. Uh, it's one I, I know some people have said before they they'll never rewatch it. Um, I, I forgot who it was that said that. I think someone on our on our Facebook group mentioned I own this film, but I'll never watch it again. Uh, I, I do believe that I, I would watch this movie again just because of the um, realism of the violence. It was interesting to see that it was well filmed it was well acted maybe a little too well acted maybe uh, had, uh young joffrey got a into his role yeah it had a green but, room uh, kind of vibe to it yes yeah. very yeah, much yeah. so very much so um and some similarities with the the next movie including the name eden but uh yeah it's 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 a seven it's solid okay brian uh, I'm gonna go seven and a half. All right. Um, I thought the acting was pretty solid. Um, 
I the uh, like I said, uh, it being a kind of a low budget movie kind of added to the the grittiness of it, and it's um, if you haven't seen it, just kind of prepare yourself for the movie's uh, pretty much a downer for a lot of people. Yeah. Be ready to start screaming at him. <laughs> I don't know how you would watch this in a theater. Oh, yeah. Don't do that, bitch! <laughs> loud theater. Loud theater. Yeah. Uh, I Although, I'm, I'm going to give it an eight, man. I, I, wow! I, I bitched about yeah. it. I really liked this movie. It was... Uh, it was impactful. It was gritty. It was uh, two really great actors in mm-hmm. a very young stage of their career, you know, which is, is really fun to see. And, uh, man, they pulled it off. I think they did great. I, uh, the kids acting, I thought, acted their little asses off, man. Mm-hmm. They were doing really good. Like, I cannot explain to you how much I hate that fucking kid. Yeah. And that was the role that he was playing. He did it really well. He did his job. He was convincing. <laughs> or he's a shithead, one or the other. But or Probably both. A little of each. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was yeah. definitely channeling Malcolm McDowell there a, yeah. in a few scenes, especially the very final scene with the sunglasses. I could yeah. see Alex doing that with a little glass <laughs> of milk. <laughs> I gotta go back and watch that one. Oh yeah, classic man. All right, we'll move on to men. Moving on to men. Moving on to men. 2022. <laughs> That's the time you move on to men. Uh, a young woman goes on a solo vacation to the English countryside following the death of her ex-husband. I guess that's about as good of a description as I can give you without giving anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Uh, director and writer is Alex Garland, uh, also known for Ex Machina and Annihilation. You said he did 28 Days Later also? He wrote that. And, oh, he uh, wrote it. Okay. Sunshine and uh, another one that I liked that he wrote, uh, the, the Beach with Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, he wrote that shit. One too. He wrote that. Yeah. Okay. This guy's got some talent. No doubt. No doubt. I think he has, has he written some novels too? I thought I'd heard he had. Don't don't quote I, me on that. <laughs> I kind of want to say you're you're right, Lance. I think neither he did or he is. I'll, I I would sure I'll sure as hell read him. Yeah, if that's the case. So we will find out. Shot. Um, yeah, no but doubt. that's more trivia than we have on here because uh, the other trivia is this is Alex Garland's third feature film. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to the math that Tim brought Surprise, up. Surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> uh, all right. Lance, I, this is going to be a fun one to talk about because it's trippy as fuck. Yeah? What did you think about men? Well, I, I think that my... Uh, <laughs> what are your thoughts on men? I will say that, my, that this is going to be the shortest review that I've ever done because I don't want to trip over any spoilers accidentally. Yeah, um, I think that's probably smart at the beginning, at least. Yes, I'm going to keep this short and sweet. This is um, this is easily the most beautifully filmed movie that I've seen since Midsommar. And that's, what, two years ago? So it's been, been a couple of years. Um, every, everything Everywhere All at Once is a better film than some others, but this one I think was filmed 
as far as the photography, this this takes the cake for me. This is my favorite favorite film to look at in a while. As far as the lushness, one particular scene where a camera goes somewhere and then comes out and something's changed. It's similar. Oh, actually, there's a lot of similarities between this movie and The Green Knight. So again, let me quit while I'm ahead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, beautifully filmed. The stumbling here without saying something. Oh boy. It's more us yeah, than ever. I kind of don't even really want to give away much of the plot. You know what I mean? It's it's. Let's let's not yet. I yeah. I want people to if they're going to see the movie. Don't I I I was totally unspoiled. I never, didn't even see the second trailer. Yeah, I didn't even know what it was about. Good acting. Although to be uh, fair, I still might not know what it's about. Very very good acting. Much better than Norbit. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> much better than Norbit. <laughs> is that, Never mind. Is that, is, is that the bar? <laughs> you know why I'm saying that, don't you? Uh-uh. It's been a long I time since I've seen that one. I mean, I. Uh, yeah. All right. But we'll we'll definitely get yeah, into that. Yeah, I'll make a note of your reminder. Was that a scene? Okay. It was a scene. <laughs> all right. Or uh, no, I, no. Okay, it's the nutty professor, right? Eddie Murphy. Oh, I got you. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Was that it Nutty or I got Norbert wrong, right? <laughs> Norbert was the one that did my milkshake, right? Norbert was or the was one that, that was also terrible and nobody was... watched. I don't know why, okay. but Ben Stiller and Dodgeball just popped in my head when you said milkshake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Brings all the all the men to the yard. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's going to be so many jokes and puns tonight. <laughs> That's toxic, Lance. Toxic masculinity. <laughs> All right. Well. All right. So you liked it. Um, I I really liked it. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Movie. Are we giving scores already? Or uh, no, well, we'll go around, well, we'll go around real quick. And yeah, we, we got to give our thoughts first. Lance. Okay. I'm really thrown off because... Again, I'm I'm stumbling over myself trying not to give anything away. Yeah, I don't blame you, Brian. Um, I can't say that I loved it, but I liked it. Uh, um, I yeah, got to maneuver my way through this. Jesse Buckley and Rory Kinnear. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Yeah. I I think they, as far as acting, I've. I think they they killed it in this. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure. Both of them, uh, visually beautiful. Yeah. Music that was playing the the the, the score. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. There's just certain things that I wish would have been explained a little bit more because there was times I kind of was like, "The fuck am I watching?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still have a lot of questions. Especially when it came to a certain scene at the end, <laughs> which had a couple people in my theater get up and leave. Oh, wow. Wow. I, I audibly in the theater went, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I, I did, too. And I wasn't I, I, I didn't even know, like, what kind of what the fuck was I doing? Was this like, what the fuck am I watching? Or was this like, wow, what the fuck am I watching? You know, I don't I don't know what version of that came out. But yeah. <laughs> Alex Gar- uh, Garland, he, he's definitely a talented filmmaker. I just kind of 
when we got near the end, I just kind of like, what, what, what's going on? What's happening? So <laughs> that's why I was really interested in getting to this review because uh, I wanted to see maybe us kind of breaking it down, we'll kind of figure it out together. Yeah, for sure. Because I'm not going to lie, I did get lost a couple times. But solid performances from the, the two leads. Uh, Rory Kinnear, after this performance, he's no longer the pig fucker anymore from Black Mirror. Oh, is that that guy? Uh, yeah. Uh, that's the guy. That's the yeah. guy. I think he, he, he was amazing in this. Yeah. But, yeah. I, Phil, take it away, because uh, I feel like I'm going to accidentally yeah. spoil something. It's it's kind of hard, and I I kind of agree with everything you guys say. It was filmed really beautifully. Um, yeah, it's an A twenty four film, so you know it was really gorgeous, and it is. Um, a, a little 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 taste of the smell your own fart thing going, mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, <laughs> there were a few moments I I sensed that as well. Yeah, but uh, I I I don't mind that. Everybody likes their own brand. Um, <laughs> uh, I, they were very vague. It's, it's very open to interpretation. I think the movie is, <sighs> except that it also kind of wasn't, mm-hmm. and we'll, we'll get into that. So I'm not sure I like the direction that it went in, but they did it really well. It yeah, because fantastic uh, movie. At times, you you like, oh, I, I know exactly where they're going with this. Yeah. And then something else will happen. You're just like, what the, what? Huh? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, they didn't go that way. Like, what does that even fucking mean? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, w- when I went to the theater, uh, there was only two other people in there. And uh, it was a, a younger couple um, way in the back. And, you know, they were talking a little bit. The, the, not enough to bother me at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... I could tell that a lot of times they were like, what is going on? And then when I, when we walked out of the theater, um, they were in front of me and kind of talking about it. And the guy turns around and he's like, what did you think about that, man? And I was like, it's fucking weird, man. I don't know what that's, that's the sign. That's the sign of a good film. It's got everybody talking afterwards. Right. And then, yeah. And then he was like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck that was. (laughs) So, Fair enough, right? It's interesting. <laughs> it's an interesting movie. There's a, there's a lot of what the fuck moments. Um, so I, for that alone, and for how beautifully it's made, uh, I, I think it's definitely worth watching, even if I may not agree with it. But we'll get there. Okay. And real quick, he. This is definitely an A twenty four film, mm. but at the same time. It's an Alex Garland film, if that makes sense. Ah, like, makes perfect yeah, sense. he yeah. does have a lot of that going on. Because if you go back and you watch X, X, is it Machina? Machina? How do you say it? Ex Machina is what I've Ex Machina. If you yeah. go watch Ex Machina and Annihilation, you don't get that A24 feel with those. Yeah. I hadn't thought of it that way before. And I kind of felt like maybe him doing an A24 film, maybe. That's why he was kind of pushing the the what the fuck is going on aspect of the movie. Mm-hmm. Ah, because he could. He was in the yeah. right was in the right toy box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was in art house world. Right. 
Hmm, makes sense. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, scores, Lance, so we can get into spoilers. Yeah, I give this one an eight and a half. This is uh, going to be a top ten film. There's a lot, a lot to take in, a lot to absorb. How much of it was literal, how much of it was figurative or, you know, talking about something that is looks like one thing on the surface and is something else underneath. We can get into all that, but uh, I, you can't you can't fault the visual appeal of this film, the special effects, the acting, the way that it was shot, the claustrophobic feel. I think it's a easy eight and a half. All right, Brian. Uh, I'm gonna go a little bit lower than you. I'm gonna go seven and a half. Uh, that that could change. Yeah. Uh, on you know if I rewatch it and how this conversation goes, you know if I understand it more. But most most of that score goes to the performances in the movie and the direction, beautifully shot and the music. The music just fits so well. The score and the the sound design. I thought I thought it was all amazing. It just it just at times it kind of lost me and I don't know. Maybe that's what he was going for to to really get people to fucking really think about the movie. Uh, yeah, I, I reserve the right to change my score, but for now, I'm <laughs> as beautiful of, of a movie as it is. It's almost hard to give you even an explanation until we get into spoilers, but I'm going to give it a six. Okay, and that's being generous because it's a take all the fucking story out of it it's a fantastic right? movie mm. yeah so it's it's we're all three above the the 500 mark yeah so that's that's always a good night so those those are my positives we'll get into the negatives or maybe they're not maybe i'm fucking totally wrong and we'll get into the discussion and figure some shit out and maybe my score will go up this is definitely the or maybe most, it'll go down i don't think it'll go down this is definitely <laughs> the most horror-esque movie he's done so far yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think we can agree on that. Other than the bear scene and Annihilation, which, which um, if you go on IMDb, this is listed as a sci-fi horror. I don't okay. necessarily know if I agree with that, or maybe yeah. if I miss something. Mm-hmm. I think his but, other stuff is sci-fi horror. Yeah, definitely. Th- this is not so sci-fi. Super not so sci-fi. <laughs> Supernatural or more psychological, I think. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, but fuck, I don't know. It's an art house. Good way to describe it. Sure. Yeah. All right. There was a a little smell your own fart in there, huh? A little bit. Oh, yeah. (laughs) A little pretentiousness. All right. So, spoilers. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. Uh, I t- talked about the performances. I thought Roy Kinnear playing all these different versions of himself. Yeah, it took me a minute to even realize that's what was happening. I thought he he gave everybody their own individual like touch. You know, I didn't I didn't feel like oh it's Roy Kinnear playing this guy. It's Roy Kinnear playing the priest. It's or whatever they called him. What do they call him? The vicar. They don't call him. Vicar, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I'm not then, sure exactly what that means. Church of England. Oh, and then when he showed up as a fucking kid, 
Yeah, like, that was fucking, fucking weird, weird, man. He's wearing the like, Marilyn Monroe mask. And the uh, the CGI on that was kind of it was a little bit goofy. Yeah. But yeah. I think that was on purpose. I think so too. I think that just, might have been on purpose to throw just you off. to make it right. look off. Like, mm-hmm. okay, there's definitely something wrong here. Yeah. There's a lot wrong with all his characters because mm. uh, <laughs> the 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 naked man. Right. Ah, yes. I kind of wanted more explanation on. Me too. And I wanted was, more explanation on a lot. And the few other people that are in this movie did nobody notice that this guy everybody looks like the same guy <laughs> i'm not even sure if it's real did it happen yeah that, that i mean true. that could be true too her car was wrecked at the end something happened right and her her neighbor or her uh, friend showed up Maybe she took a bunch of mushrooms and wrecked the car. Yeah. <laughs> and called her friend and said, come help me. <laughs> and she was pregnant. I don't know what the fuck that means in the scheme of things. I don't know. Well, it's something. It means something yeah. for sure. Because let's talk mm-hmm. about that last scene. We'll start from the back and then and then scoot <laughs> up. Okay. The what the fuck moment was uh, the, uh, the green man, who was a, another uh-huh. one from the Green Knight. Yeah. yeah. Part of that was based on the Green Man. This seems to be a, a UK legend that, that goes around. I looked up yeah. this movie a little bit. Got a few it, different takes from it. Actually, actually, there's uh, instances of the Green Man going back to like second century uh, Budapest and stuff like that. So, oh, really? Yeah, like all over Europe and even yeah. part of the Middle East, I think. They've, they've it's got like drawings, an, drawings of an, the Green Man. An old pagan thing that found its way into Christianity somehow. Because mm-hmm. these things are actually in the church. Yes. Both yes. of those carvings that were in there. And one of them is, uh, I can't remember what they called it, but like a female fertility thing. Mm-hmm. Seems to be a strange thing to have in the church, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, that, that was on one side and the green man was on the front side. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, yeah. Crazy moment is uh, green man comes out of the wrecked car, leg all broken, arm split mm-hmm. in half, just like her. Uh, husband's injuries when he jumped or mm-hmm. fell. Yep, that wasn't lost on me either. And uh, he is very, very pregnant. And he sits <laughs> down and they zoom way into his asshole and it becomes a vagina and he gives birth. <laughs> and it looks like a vagina birth, man. It's It zooms right on up in there. It's, oh, yeah. That's, yeah. It doesn't hold back. <laughs> it does not hold back. It's kind of Special effects were a little bit reminiscent of the thing. Yeah, this this is when the people started walking out the theater. This is when I went, uh-huh. what? That's what I'm block. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he gives birth to another version. I think it was the kid first, right? Uh, the kid with the weird face. Sure. <laughs> yeah. All, the, the, kid. Uh, all the, the weird yeah, people in the, the city kitchen. that were him. He just gives birth to them over and over and over again. Right. Like yeah, but not birth. not not in the as as they go, not in the same way because yeah, there's one when he's giving birth, like the the guys, the next one's coming out of the the back. Oh and, yeah, uh, those feet come out and the feet come out of the shoulder blades. I was like, yeah, what the fuck and is then uh, Jeffrey this is probably my favorite one out of the. Mm-hmm. 
the Rory Kinnears. He is he getting the born. Owner? Yeah, the the landlord. Yeah. He's being born. He's coming out of the mouth. And you just see the legs come up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Right? That was a weird one, man. And then, so the last version is her ex-husband, who's dead. Mm-hmm. Which, so. uh, there's flashbacks of them, um, basically how he died, which I kind of... Right. Not necessarily know. I was a little confused there because I, I they made it seem like he killed himself, but then she kind of says something like, "I'm not sure if he killed himself or if he fell trying to get to the balcony or the upstairs balcony to yeah. our." So. Yeah. Well, he he came right out and said, "I'm gonna if you leave me, I'm gonna kill myself." Yeah. Yeah, he was very like, mentally abusive, you know. Yeah, very mentally abusive. Yeah. Well, and so all right. So just of the story, just in case you haven't seen it, I assume you guys already know what we're talking about because we're in spoilers. But just to the movie, mentally abusive husband, he kills himself. She goes on vacation and she like sees it happen. She goes on vacation for a couple of weeks at this cottage in the middle of nowhere. And uh, Kinnear is the landlord. And she starts wandering around town. And turns out he is every character in that little village. And they eventually start attacking her. It's a strange movie. <laughs> <laughs> it is but a they, strange I, I, What I took from it was mm-hmm. they all had these misogynistic mm-hmm. fucking Black Christmas vibe out the ass. <laughs> yeah, especially... Um, the vicar, the priest. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I felt like he was the worst one because he's basically yeah. she's telling him the situation that happened with the husband, and then he was just like putting it on her, and at the same time he's like putting his hand on her leg and just super. There, yeah. there was a lot of uncomfortable, creepy moments in this one. Well, and then the kid was like, fuck you because you won't play with me. Yeah. So everybody wanted something from her and they just expected it. Yes. And so I think that's maybe where they were going with that. I think it was a. And it's the take that I've heard from. You know, pretty much everybody so far. Yeah, that's that's definitely the heavy handed. It's uh, just like a, a really artsy. Toxic masculinity movie, you know what I mean? And it, it had, for me, it was a really well done Black Christmas. Yeah, yeah that's what that was been, what I didn't like wanting, about right? Black Christmas, was mm-hmm. that it was like, all men are like this, Da-da-da-da, right? Well, all these guys were shitty, but that's not all men. I, right. I think if you're going to make a movie attacking one specific group, that's a bad idea, just in general. Like, what if there was a movie named Women? And it just highlighted all the negative, stereotypical feminist qualities. I'm, I'm sure there will be now. Uh, I doubt that very much because people oh. lose their fucking minds. <laughs> but I, that's my rant for that. Other than that, I think it was a really well done movie, except that it was so confusing. Like, I don't understand what the birthing scene at well, the end 
Yeah, I, I kind of had to create my own literal story for that to make mm-hmm. sense out of it. And I'm, I'm going to go with, with that. So, so here, here's my interpretation, because there's a lot of different ways you can interpret this. And I mean, everything you say, say is true. I mean, obviously, on the on the on the surface, there's a lot of the toxic masculinity, you know, a, a study of toxic masculinity, starting with her husband and going all the way through, you know, all these templates. Right. Well, so, and that's the reason that he was playing all the same characters, because all they're all the fucking same. Here's here's the story. Here's the story I came up with because I wanted this to be a cool, you know, literal sci-fi horror movie. Mm-hmm. My my interpretation is this, the, the, this area here, and this is why they focused on that building at the beginning. The area that that building is built on, like that farm or whatever, has always been here. The Green Man. I don't know if it was through black magic, if it was through Wiccan, you know, ceremony or laying of stones or whatever. But the Green Man has always been really strong here, like worshipped and everything. And in my interpretation of this movie, the green man was brought to life by people that were worshiping him. Uh, Might have been an all male group. I mean, who knows, right? They were leaving to escape, you know, their wives and escape the women that were, uh, in their opinions, nagging at them and stuff like that. But over time, people would come to this area again and again and again and again. And it resulted in a literal green man being created out of the out of the dirt, out of the earth. And I think that's the character that was standing there naked because you notice he had pustules all over him. Well, like yeah, maybe he, he had, um, turned he had into been, the green man later. Yeah, like he burned or he had he had been through like a lot of abuse or had acid spilled on him. Just like he looked really road worn, I guess you would say. I thought he was and a so, zombie first. Yeah, I think I think he was the original. And I think every single one looked exactly the same because they were offshoots of him. He created them. So there's a couple of possibilities here. Oh, he lures women to the village, right? And he, if he gets them to have sex, it creates another green man. But they has to dress it in a, in a different costume. It has to play a different role in the little story and the little playpen or whatever. Um, and then another woman comes, and then he ends up, you know, either eating her, killing her, or something like that. That's one possibility. Or he did learn how to birth, but when a woman came into the village it fucked everything up and his perfect little harmonious life where he could create as many copies of himself as he wanted went totally sideways she fucked everything up now right. the woman's here because of her estrogen and the things that she can do she she can actually have the baby so there's no need for me to anymore so now when i try to have a baby it automatically dies another one comes out it dies until it gets smaller and smaller and smaller and weaker and weaker and then the last thing that it's going to do is, is it's going to coalesce into something out of her mind that it yanked out of her mind telepathically, which is the memory of her dead husband. And that's why he's there at the end. But that's just my interpretations of that scene. I like that one. That's different than anything I've heard so far. Check out the big brain on Brad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Play the stupid people sounder. Come on. <laughs> no, you know you that, 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 that made a lot of sense. It actually... I mean, that's a more like literal interpretation of the yeah. movie, but like I like that's that. That's the way I wanted better. to enjoy it. I mean, yeah. I, I watch, I, I read enough and watch enough stuff that's just, you know, nothing but symbolism and whatnot. And right. I, I wanted to enjoy a movie. And obviously, I gave it eight and a half, so I found it impactful. I love the scenes in the house when the house is being destroyed. I loved it when the first character was walking her through the house. So British. Pip, pip, hey, hey, look over here. <laughs> and, then, and there's the study. Oh, and oh, did you wow. notice? Did you notice Jeffrey. he asked her? He asked her. Yeah, he, he asked her. Did you do you <laughs> do you play the piano? And she said no. Right. Why? Now what's up with that? And she played beautifully. So see, that's the woman's evil wiles right there, right? 
Like, why was she lying to him just to get the conversation? Exactly. Over why was she lying to him? That's what I want to know. What are your thoughts, Brian? I, I kind of felt like she was trying to end the conversation and, and just get him the fuck yeah. out of there. Yeah. Because <laughs> if she was to say yes, I do know how to play piano, I think that would have just led into a whole nother conversation. And well, oh sure. yeah, yeah. Right. And so, yeah, I, th- I think that's what she was doing there. I just don't understand why. And then it, at the very first tunnel when she's doing her little song. Huh. Yeah. Oh, that was so awesome, man. That, that, was, that scene was gorgeous. But, okay, so what was the thing that stood up at the end and started chasing her? Oh, I don't know, but I don't want to know. <laughs> that wasn't uh, the Green Man? Was I it mean, the original it, Green Man? It may have been the kid version. Okay. But it seemed like a screaming female to me. It did. Now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. And what was up with the one female cop? How do you explain that? That's the one thing I can't understand how that. Got yeah. There. Also true. Yeah. And I was I, I do have to admit, I was thinking there like when the uh, scene where she went into the pub, I was thinking, come on, you stupid bitch. Don't you fucking realize this is the same exact goddamn person? <laughs> is, is it only me seeing this? You know, so yeah, there's like, there's. There's no other women other than that cop. Yeah, why was she there? And who was she? And was she a woman? I can't. I, I, I'd love to have an explanation for that. Anybody that's listening, I'd, I'd love to hear that. Talking to you, Alex. Yeah, I definitely. I, I think uh, I think she was there to make you feel safe in that scene because there was another woman in it. Ah, that makes they, perfect when, sense. When they yeah. went, and so she felt safe. She was the she was the mole. <laughs> and so yeah, and, and I, you know I, another way to take this, and the way that I was choosing to take it was uh, this was her grief process. From the yep. loss of her husband. Makes sense. And because that was such a toxic relationship, she had to go through that grief process with this, you know, where where men doesn't have to be a part of her life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. As, and and, yeah. and to because, you know, the green man is about rebirth. Mm hmm. You know. Yes, that's in there too. As the apple is in scene. there. Eden is in there. Yeah. Adam and Eve is in there. Yeah. And so I met, you know, I, I I think it still is she's, you know, looking back at all of this, all of the symbolism of the patriarchy or what the fuck ever. And uh I think that's really what it is. But yeah. uh, part of what I chose to believe was that she was going through this rebirth and in this grieving process, and that's why the very last uh version of that guy was her ex-husband and so she had to have some kind of closure with him and then when she had that right she's she's gone through her grieving process yeah she's free she's gone which is why she took the vacation in the first place did she kill him at the end what did i don't know it just i thought she left him well I don't, I don't know, know I kinda, what happened, but I because I, she he yeah, asked, so he just went to the she, next. She asked, "What did what do you want from me?" And he he was yeah. like, "To be to be loved, right, so right, you to love." And, me. Yeah, and, and the way still another thing that he's wanting. Yeah, to he's love. wanting to take from yeah. her. And yeah. the, the her expression before it cuts to the next scene is uh, kind of how I took it is I'm not giving you that. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Yeah, exactly. That's that. That's good, man. That's good. I don't think that. I, obviously, I don't think that was her husband. There's no way he could die and be like put in a morgue and then show up at the end of the movie. Well, that, no, that wouldn't make like, any sense. I think the whole movie is more metaphorical than anything else. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, like of course. If, if you take, like I said, I like your, I like your literal interpretation of it. And I fucking, if that's the plot of the movie, I'm. Yeah, fantastic. I had fun. I had fun watching it with that mindset. Yeah. Well, and he left it open to interpretation on purpose. Right. Part of it so he didn't go through the shitstorm of creating another woke movie. <laughs> well, yeah, but I think that I think this is a little bit elevated above just like a, a oh, basic for woke sure. movie or a Black Christmas yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. I, all right, I'm gonna here's here's what I'm gonna say. This is the part of the movie that I thought captured um, what you know me not being a woman. I really don't know, but my, my interpretation of what it's like sometimes to be a woman is the scene where she tried to get away from the guy and she went out into the woods. You see her like just getting a big smile on her face, looking up into the air. It's softly raining. Everything's pastoral and beautiful. She goes into the tunnel and all of a sudden she's got this fear in her heart. Right. It's like when women say, you know, sometimes I feel like if I I want to walk in a group, right? Because I'm afraid that if I walk alone, you know, some guy may jump me or something. See, that's a fear we don't really have to worry about. You know, so they, See, I thought he captured that pretty well in that. Scene. I think that that thing, though, on the other side of the tunnel was her screaming. Oh, wow. Yeah. No like, shit. Remember, her, remember her scream from the beginning when he when he fell off oh, the dude, roof while I, she was screaming? It was. It was. Brian, you get that, too? I, yeah, I, I tried so hard to get to a second she, viewing. I just that was make. a great scene, too. Yeah. Of him so, falling and yeah. they, they lock eyes as he's falling. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's and not. He looks scared not, as shit. He may have just fell. That that's what I'm saying because he, his expression didn't look like I'm killing myself. Right, it looked like maybe he was trying to get climbed down and and slipped and fell. Yeah, seems a little coincidental that he's. I'm gonna go kill myself, love, and then the <laughs> next thing you know, he's falling off a fucking building. Seems like an awful big coincidence to me. I eh? I don't well, think he- we need. Bring out Scotland Yard for this one, eh? He'd already taken a, a few steps across the line at that point. <laughs> but then again, maybe this is not really happening. Because that's what I'm saying. Because yeah. he, it's a multi-layer movie. The, all the Roy Kinnears, they they get their arms split by the, the, the kitchen knife, right? Which is how he impaled his arm, right, on, on the fence. fence. And Gar- that was not an accident that Garland showed that. Yeah. Everything, everything in in this movie was very precise, right? And so that's why I, I that's that's why I kind of choose to think that it's it's her working through her grieving process. And the more okay. that I'm thinking like about that. it, like and that. the higher I want to raise my score, mm-hmm. because the more that I'm thinking about it, I think that may be really what it is: is is she's just going yeah. through her grieving process, and then that um, screaming version of her, maybe. Which I thought was a zombie at first. A, another one. I thought it was going to be a zombie movie. I'm like, <laughs> this is going to be awesome. What are we doing? Artsy zombies? Cool. <laughs> oh, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> but that was just her keeping herself. You're not done yet. You can't leave. Hmm. You know? And so she forced her back into this purgatory kind of place. That's awesome, dude. She had I love that. Her own shit. Yeah, I totally see that right now. And so if I look at it like that and she just has to uh, 
break free from being with somebody. You know what I mean? She's uh, like okay, right so, now she's sick of men. So all these men because of one man, one man. Right. But she's well, sick of one man, one man so much in particular, but she has to right. find she's, a way to be her own person. Yeah. In other words, she's seeing reflections over and over again. Why it, it looks like Rory, the pig fucker, instead of the other guy. I have no idea. But. Yeah, I know. That's a good point. <laughs> but <laughs> and, uh, well, in in the beginning, when she's uh, when she's arguing with him, she's screaming at him that she has her own life, too, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that maybe that's part of it. She's just trying to. Okay. To find her way as an independent woman without a man's help. And I'm totally cool with that. That's Yeah, yeah. I think that that that. works way better than all these fucking men are assholes and they're all the same, which is. Yeah, that would be basically. I know it's it's real simple, but it seems like the on the surface hits you. Oh, absolutely. Symbolism of what this movie is. And a lot of people have taken that away. And I don't. No, because that's the easy like takeaway. That that's the easy <laughs> takeaway, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like, that's kind of how they marketed the movie, right? Didn't yeah. you guys think it was going to be toxic masculinity? It was and like it's called man, and you showed the they showed on the trailer with the the vicar putting his hand on her knee and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like that Gillette commercial, but <laughs> the best a man can get. <laughs> but remember the the woke Gillette commercial about toxic masculinity and the guy no, I just like tries to Gillette, get on the, girl. the best a man oh, can oh. get. <laughs> yeah. Like a girl walks by and this guy gets up. He's like, all right, I'm fixing to go hit on her. And then his buddy's like, no, stop. <laughs> oh, no, it's an after school special. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and, and so that's what a lot of people take away from it, I think. And I don't I, I don't like that aspect. But I, I, I like my version of it. And I like your version of it. And I like that this movie did that where everybody can take away a different version. And that was mm-hmm. very intentional. Brian, I want to I want to know what you thought about the special effects. There there was obviously tons of CGI in there, but did you think they did a pretty good job with it? Did could you feel the knife? <laughs> yes, definitely felt That's the knife. That's a rough scene. That was cool. Uh, a very rough the, scene. The husband, even though we didn't see the impact, the when they when they showed him laying there with his arm impaled, Ugh. I yeah. felt that. With yeah, the, no with, the, with the ankle broken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I, I uh, the the only thing that did kind of bother me was the the child version of Roy Kinnear, the face. But then again, yes, like, me too. Like, like you were saying, Phil, maybe that was intentional. Yeah, I think it was like intentionally supposed to be kind of off-putting and really fucking weird. Yeah, it, it kind of made me laugh because yeah, this right. tiny Roy Kinnear face with <laughs> with his, with like his little, little tiny mini, tie, mini me Roy Kinnear. Yeah. It's another thing to make it just a little bit more surreal, you know? True, true. How did you guys like the filming of that camera going into the deer's eye when it first died and then coming out and there's like maggots crawling on it and everything out in the woods? It was gross, but it was cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> incredibly well done. We're, we're either, speaking of the green man, were either of you guys green? <laughs> a little bit. No, I... <laughs> I was uh, I was lucky to even I seen this last night I was lucky to even make it ah, gotcha. I was Lance I was trying to do a double feature because they were showing uh, Star Trek the motion picture oh nice it okay made it miss the showing of uh, men that I was uh, originally supposed to go so I couldn't even okay. watch the Star Trek movie but oh man 
That's all right. We'll have time for that later. We'll do a commentary. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was quite a film, guys. Uh, like I said, I'm sticking with my eight and a half. I mean, there's obviously shortcomings. There's some things that uh, that, that that can turn you off about this movie, but I, I got to give it up to this this dude. He's he knows how to film a movie. I don't. I know he wrote it and directed it. I don't. I wonder how hands on he is. Is he like a Kubrick? Or in Ari Aster, where he's like involved in everything, including the editing and everything. Any any insight into that, guys? I would have to say he is. I know he works with the same two guys for the score uh, over and over again, and that score was yeah. like some. One of you guys said it was phenomenal. I think you did, Brian. Mm-hmm. Well, and all his movies have the same sort of. I don't know, sort of surreal. Mm-hmm. Not quite. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, and it's like a, it, and, and partially because of the score, they're really good at pulling you into that. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. I'm and like I, I mean, the guy's a hell of a filmmaker. I'm, I'm excited to see more stuff from him. What, what was that song? The one that at the beginning they played it, and it was sung by a guy, and then at the very end credits, the same song was sung by a woman. Have you ever heard that before? It sounded really familiar, like very pastoral, very, very English, almost progressive rock sounding. I don't know what it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, try, I tried looking it up, but uh, I'd, yeah. I'd like to get a copy of that song. I mean, they played her echo thing throughout the whole movie. That was really so that cool. Was pretty, yeah. In other words, they echoed the echoes throughout the movie. Yeah. I love that interpretation, dude, about her being on one end of the tunnel and seeing herself. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of because it seemed to be a. It was a woman screaming. Yeah, it seemed to be it a was, woman that yeah. was screaming. I kind of just snapped through that part in the movie. I wasn't. Yeah. I mean, I was paying really close attention, but that got past me. But you're absolutely right. Well, so yeah. that's kind of like when a mirror. shit hit the fan, and I was well, and I. Okay, so the face that was like glitching out on her phone. Yes. Oh, that was I, creepy. I think that was also her screaming. Yeah, and. We do get her screaming at the church later. Oh, wow. That was a powerful moment. Yeah. She can act. Oh, yeah. Everybody did a hell of a job in this movie. Mm-hmm. And, and then... Very, very British, and uh, you were right, Brian, very folk. Yeah. And very then the, the, like, And then that one scene of her screaming in the bathtub towards the end. That was weird. Mm. Well, and again, that, that whole sequence was weird. Another thing where this is all happening in her head and she's just trying to get past it. And that may have been the reality at the moment. She's just in the bathtub and she's getting through her shit. Tripping. Right. Yelling. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so was, that, was that supposed to be like a hallucinogenic dandelion? Because as soon as she inhaled the dandelion seed is when she started going through her visions. Yeah. Well, maybe that was the the green man impregnating her. Yeah, it was a seed. Oh, fuck! (laughs) Oh, wow! Shit, why aren't we smoking weed having this conversation? (laughs) God damn it. I'm going to see this movie again as soon as I can. I want to see it in the theater again. It was pretty theater, man. Another thing that kind of made me wondering if she was hallucinating is um, when she kept trying to send her, um, her friend, her location... Yeah, right, right. And she couldn't do it, and yes. so she she uh, texts her the information, and then she replies, "I already have it, bitch." Like, yeah, how did that happen? 
How, how are you like, going to get a text from her text, right? That's got yeah. that. Like, did he hack? I guess the green well, man's come 21st century. He can hack now. Yeah, because I, you know, that was that was the part that was in her head. I think you know what I mean. Because that's when shit went haywire. True. And yeah. the green man showed up. Yeah, and that that was all at night too, which was pretty cool. And then again, though, like her friend shows up pregnant at the end. I have no idea what Is that's that supposed just to symbolize. Ready for the next rebirth? Is it just another throw only, in only symbolization to rebirth? I don't know. Women are women are needed on the planet, you know? I don't know. <laughs> Green man tried it by himself and it didn't work out very well. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, there's obviously a lot of biblical references in here. I don't I haven't studied the Bible as I read I read the, I read the Bible when I was like 13 or 14 years old taking uh, summer Bible school camp or whatever, but I can't remember any of it except this person begat that person begat this person begat you know, <laughs> like in the old testament and the boring parts <laughs> yeah very boring um but i don't know i'm sure there's a lot of a lot more biblical references in this movie that i missed well i mean obviously there was the eating of the apple thing right mm-hmm. and uh also kind of represents the fall of man like her husband falls oh wow I mean, I don't know. That probably isn't anything, but. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's. Uh, I think that I, I I think a lot of that was just her going back to the beginning, beginning of time and, and going. Ah, like she was so fucking done with men at that point. Right. That's the name. Yep. Of the movie. I got and you. So in her mind, that's man all the way back to the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. Women need men. I don't need men. So, yeah, I'm cool with that. That's like, hey, man, be a feminist. Do whatever. Do whatever you need to do, as long as you're not putting everybody else down. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with every group. All right. You got anything else to say, guys? No, I think, uh, I think we made some good points there. Yeah, I, I think this was a. This was a another another good week at the movies. Um, between this and Downton Abbey, <laughs> I took my wife. My wife dragged me to see that, but I kind of got into it toward the end. She uh, she she I don't know got a wild hair and started binging the entire series. So now we're uh, all caught up. Uh, but my wife of course, is watching Yellowstone again. Ah, it's a good one. That's but I think one. it's because she came in while I was watching uh, right? Eden Lake, and she mm-hmm. was like, "Oh, that's Beth." Dutton and I was like, "Is it? That is her. <laughs> that is her. Yeah. Did she have a boob uh, job? <laughs> yeah, I think she's had a boob job since then. I don't know, man. Those those look uh, relatively natural. Oh, she was in um, the curse. Yeah, knew, yeah, the curse. But I, I think they're a little bigger because you get a really good side boob boob view. <laughs> yeah, which is drawing water in the bathtub. Yeah, I definitely remember that scene. All right, well, in Yellowstone. Uh, yeah. Flopping around everywhere, <laughs> which makes me, which makes them look real to me. <laughs> right? <laughs> they, whoever her surgeon is did a great job. <laughs> okay. Well, listen to three guys talk about uh, the movie Men, huh? This is the yeah. kind of conversation you get to boobs flopping around. Where, where we talk about <laughs> boobs at the end. <laughs> at the end of the day. All right. As as always, we want to thank you guys for listening to another episode 
It's not necessarily toxic. Masculinity is not always a bad thing. (laughs) All right. All right. We hear you. Uh, We'd love to hear your feedback and ideas. You can always reach us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. You can find us at www.thehorrorreturns.com and follow all of our social media links from there, as well as hear the latest episode, etc. Please rate us and review us on iTunes. Um, What's going on next week, Brian? Uh, It's a movie that... uh started it all wormwood yeah. this is how Wormwood's me and lance met road of the dead just happened to be uh well we met through uh binge media mm-hmm. became facebook friends and just one day just happened to both of us are watching wormwood at the same time and then here we are yeah and, and we're who- coming up coming up on our anniversary six years holy shit dude. Oh, time flies is that real yeah <laughs> <laughs> we don't know how the fuck philip ended up in the group i mean you right. <laughs> yanked into the group i guess huh i just showed up one day yeah i remember <laughs> talking about said, moves yeah all right <laughs> we, did a, we did a um kind of like a dry test run on what the show was going to be and then you were like do you think we should have a third because i know a guy right and it was Phil. And the rest is history. And mm-hmm. here I am, fucking things <laughs> up years later. But yeah, <laughs> we are going to do Wormwood. So getting hate mail from this one. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so, man. My job is not complete in, unless we do. We are going to do Wormwood, the original one, which I believe that was, uh, what was that called? Road, Road of the Dead. Yes, wrote up as the well as uh, the new one that just came out recently, Wormwood Apocalypse. Yeah, and where do you go from there, right? Well, I, I heard they're trying to make a TV series too. That that would be cool. Let's let's see how the new movie is. I'm I'm excited. Looks looks good to me from the trailer. Is anything like the, from the movie? I think. Is anything like the the first one? It it, it should be good. All right. Well, uh, Philip, yeah, I'm, I'm going to bump it up to a seven. All right. All yeah, right. Because no, I'm, I'm taking my interpretation of it. Because, like, legitimately, yeah. as 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 a movie, had they really nailed the story, I think it could have been a very easy nine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's all Alex Garland because he's the yeah. one who. Uh, but yeah, you know, saying. talented dude. Yeah. What do you expect from something that sits on a Christmas tree two months out of the year, right? <laughs> <laughs> Garland, Black Christmas. Come on. That's it. I know. I know. <laughs> All right. The story was made for it. Until the horror returns, Brian. Good night.